Hello, is anyone there? Yes, Carla. Oh, hey. Anymore. <laughs> anyone else call yet? Nope, nobody. Oh, okay. Um, I need to hang out my washing, but um, you know, I just sent a text to you. Um, you can hear the full story about, you know, if you're interested, um, on the MLC2 call on the 5th of May. It was just, you know, about how I spent a few weeks, um, you know, praying, doing forgiveness and everything. Hey, Moira, can we talk, can we pray in and we can talk about this? Is it okay? Or I know you gotta go. Is that what you're saying? No, no, let's let's pray in. No, I'll take you with me as I'm um, hanging up the washing. But yeah, I'll just sit down and we'll pray in. Sorry, I, I always forget that. <laughs> Thanks. Do you want to pray, or do you want to? All right, I'll have a I'll have a. Um... <clears throat> Higher Holy Spirit selves, I am the divine I am, oneness, God. I recently read, started reading Joseph Brenner's book, The Impersonal Life, and the statement, Be still and know, I am God really made an impact on me and I've been saying it to myself every throughout the day and even during the night when I wake up. I'm so grateful. So grateful to have that spiritually charged statement in my mind and in my body. We're grateful for the knowledge, the wisdom, the insight, the healing of mind, body and spirit that comes to us through our interactions, our readings, our conversations, our prayer. We know that this is all for our highest good, including all our challenges. We know that all our tests, all our challenges and trials and pains and issues are all opportunities for us to to ask, to ask for support and guidance. It's all the divine school. And the lesson, as far as I can see it, is always to ask, to use the various methods we have to ask. And we're so grateful for that. But there's always our higher Holy Spirit selves, self, selves are with us and in us, within us at all times because we are one with God and all we have to do to be at peace is to remember so grateful And um, and what's so wonderful is that as we learn and heal, we can't help but share our healing with others. So everyone benefits. 
from our clarity of mind and intention and heart. Thank you. Amen. And so it is. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for showing up. <laughs> I was I was wondering how long I should wait. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Yeah. So what were you talking about? Oh, um I was just referring to your, you know, impending family interactions and your um you have some um, trepidation. Is that too strong a word? No, it can go there and then it goes away. And it goes, it's like kind of like it's kind of like the the ocean waves. It comes in and it goes out, and it comes in and it goes out. <laughs> so, but. It definitely, at some point, it's there. Trepidation type feeling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm feeling a little anxious. Um, I'm sometimes, and sometimes I feel excited. And um, cause, uh, this isn't. This is a wonderful opportunity to do a lot of wonderful healing. Um, mm. And uh, I'm just trying to tell myself that whatever happens is going to be the highest and best. And... Um, I told I told Jennifer this that that um over the last week or so I mean sometimes remember last week you asked or sometimes you asked me um about the question um uh, you mentioned a lot that you only want to be truly helpful mm-hmm. and asked me about that and um and I realized that that's true and but also in the last probably months but more in the last week um, when I think I have a thought that I'm like oh this is going to be so great I can help with the you know, know, or it's a great insight or whatever and I've just been kind of stepping back from that and kind of not releasing it but saying you know it trusting Trusting, and I don't know if I'm trusting, but I'm doing my best to do whatever is to release it. And what I've been noticing, I mentioned this to Jennifer, and that uh, because I, I don't know if it's truly valuable, truly helpful, and but um, I, I'm suspecting that if it, if it is, then and I don't. I used to make it opportunities. I used to make it. I used to change the conversation or make the conversation go to whatever I was wanted the idea, and now I just kind of—it's kind of interesting. But the conversation, something comes up in the conversation where if it's helpful, it—it—it's it, like an opening for me to 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 speak it, and so. I've been noticing that more and more. I'm not sure I really um, described it. Do you understand what I'm, what I'm saying? Um, what I think I'm hearing is that you look out for and sometimes you look out for opportunities to be helpful and that sometimes you steer a conversation towards an opportunity where you might be able to be helpful. Is that what you're saying? Well, I have done that. That's mostly what I do. But lately I've been letting go of that thought that this idea, this 
thing I want to share is excellent and going to be helpful or whatever. Just I've just been noticing that if if it is, if something happens in the conversation that leaves and gives me an opening for what I want to talk about, and um, and I'm I'm starting to trust that that if it is going to be truly helpful, then spirit somehow will help help with that. He will provide spirit will provide an opening for it to to be spoken. So I've just been practicing uh, releasing the thought that whether I have something truly wonderful to share or not, just releasing that thought and letting things just happen more, I don't know, I guess the, the way is organically, but I'm not sure if it is. I'm just trusting. I just, I'm starting to develop a trust that everything is for highest and best. And if that thought, that thing I want, I would, would be interested in sharing, would be helpful, then something will happen in the conversation to give me an opening to do it. I think I said the same thing more than once, but is that clear? I think so. So um, you've been letting go and trusting and knowing that if you're meant to say or do something, you'll be guided towards it rather than to hold it in your mind and look for an opportunity to say this or do this helpful thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Cool. Good on you. It's. I mean, you know, trusting in spirit is always a better idea than trusting in our own ego, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I've been practicing trusting in my ego a lot longer than trusting in spirit, but I'm. Uh, I'm I think I'm shifting, and so that's also. I really, I think that's also this visit with my family, that it, it comes and goes. I trust and then I don't trust or as much, and then I trust more, that it'll be fine, and I don't trust. And then, because I'm, I'm kind of anxious about it, I want to take everything that I would like to have with me, because that will be 3,000 miles away. But then, um... I'm just not worried about it as much. Some, sometimes I worry about it, and then I just kind of lay on the couch and just kind of release it and kind of clear my mind. And um, I don't know that I've really gone so far as asking for guidance. That's that's a good. I'd like to remember that. Um, basically, I seem to be. That basically, um, <clears throat> that uh, seems to be my cure-all. You know, <laughs> now whenever anyone asks for a perspective, my answer is always ask. Ask God. Ask for signs. Ask for people. Ask for information. Ask for insight, understanding, ideas. Just ask. Yeah. Is anyone yeah, else? Think... Yeah. No, no stuff. So I guess this is could be our a recorded <laughs> uh, prayer partner call. I guess. Kind of. Yeah. Are you recording? Well, I, for some reason, well, all I, I was told that all I have to do is log on as a host and it records. Um, but, but Angela told me like to go to the recordings page and it tells you, and she described, um, how it would look. And I don't see that. I don't see, I don't see a little thing that says start recording. And I think they're supposed to be, and it's not there on my um, on my page. 
So, so I think the backup recording is recording. Right. And it's interesting because I think I have to log on for it to record, but yet it's already recording by the time when I log on. It's already, um, it says I've been on the phone for 24 minutes, but the recording has been going on for 36 minutes. So, no, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just doing what I'm told. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll proceed as if, unless you get an idea, an insight to do something differently. No, probably after, um, probably after I get back, I'll, I'll see if I can contact Tina and maybe we can go over or something. But mm-hmm. I've just been kind of getting stuff done. So, um, yeah, so um, did you want to um, go back to this idea you had of that you mentioned of asking and asking for and your uh, movement between trusting and not trusting? No. Um, ask me, maybe, do you have a question about it that maybe you, it'll trigger something? I can't oh, really okay. Oh, all right. Um, okay, so what role is asking playing? No with a capital A, what role is that playing in your spiritual life? Wow. <laughs> when I asked for a question, you sure came up with a doozy. Awesome <laughs> question. Um, and that's the question that came when I asked. <laughs> okay, great. Um what role that is probably a really uh, I I when I hear that question part of me wants to go into judgment and say I'm not doing shit about it I'm not really doing anything much you know and and the ego little ego voice I hear it kind of trying to speak up and and about Tell me that I'm not whatever, not, can't, won't, aren't, whatever. Um, I'd have to say it's a slow progression. <laughs> it's a slow progression. So it's interesting Some when I remember is it the oddest times? And when I would would think it would be truly helpful, I'd forget to even ask. Hmm. Um, but I, I have to say that when I do ask and don't see a lot of times when I ask if I have like some idea in my mind of what the answer would be or what I want to do instead of hearing the answer, then it really blocks it. And I know that for a while that really I would ask and I wouldn't hear an answer and I would like go oh, forget it and I just quit asking. And but. I think it's that voice, it's that ego, it's that judgment, it's that already deciding. I'm not ready for an answer. I've already decided about what I want the answer to be. 
Um, and when I can truly release that, um, or I don't even have it in my mind, I'm, I'm totally open to hearing an answer, that's when I get a response. And not only is it right away, sometimes it can take an hour or a day, depending on what the question is. But um, I have to say it's just uh, it's an it's an improved practice. It's it's gradually growing, growing in my trust, growing in my willingness, growing in my ability to surrender my thought and be open to whatever. Um, the answer is Does that answer <laughs> question yep so um yeah, it's a process of practice mm. and remembering and learning for you, yeah, um, I have to say it's. I'm able to do it better when I'm alone, and uh, when I have a lot of alone time and contemplation and stuff. And um, I listen to those, those through those, those three songs, the two songs that Jennifer, two of the two songs I think Jennifer introduced at the end of the couple classes, and there's another song. It's the Spanky song that was on the that we talked about on Facebook and yes, in the prayer community call. And sometimes I'm just keep it running for an hour or two, and um, and it kind of helps. Mhm. And I think I'm being grateful too as I increase my gratitude and thankfulness. Listening to that song, um, I haven't listened to it in a couple of days, but I was really increasing it more. The more I listen to it, the more it helps support that thankfulness in my mind. Like for a while there, I was thanking everything. I was like going to the bathroom thinking that that body works well enough that I can, you know, pee <laughs> and thankful for, you know, things that happen a hundred times a day that I don't really notice them always because it happens so often that once in a while I'm more I've been grateful for those things. And, mm. and as I'm, as I hold that gratitude in my heart more consistently, it um, it kind of shifts me, and it shifts my world, kind of the world I see, and the world that seems to be happening around me. It's interesting. Hmm. We create our world. My door. I can't. Uh oh. Can't get out of my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, were you here, Carl? What? Just um, a second, please. I'll just put myself on mute. Just a minute. I'll be back in a sec.
Gratitude. Gratitude for what we've got. attention is um, alternating 
you know, sometimes my intention's in my heart, sometimes it's in my head. If thoughts come, you know, I switch my attention to my heart and my breathing. So, you know, I'm not still. But with this, this is, it's like, yeah, an amazing meditation prayer tool. Just as soon as I think it, I um, stop thinking, which is a very good thing for me. So, um, yeah, I've, I've... um, I mean, even even right now, you know, as I'm talking to you, I feel uh, more stillness than um, I've had for ever. Really, quite wonderful. It's exciting here. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's magic. It's like it's a magic phrase or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, Joseph. I think his name is Joseph Brennan. Brennan. I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, he he did say um, he does say in the book that the phrase is very powerful, and that he does recommend saying it to oneself. You know, a thousand times a day. And um, normally, you know, I'm not, you know, I've often said I'm no good at homework, my past history, that I'm no no good at, I don't tend to remember or find the time to do things that are good for me. But this is just so easy, you know, it just keeps popping into my mind. Wow. Yeah. Even in the middle of the night, right, amazingly, the first night I read it, because I tend to, you know, do a little bit of reading in bed at night. That's when I do my reading. Um, The first night I read it, I woke up in the middle of the night and um, instantly that thought popped into my mind. And so I just lay there, you know, with that thought in my mind, just in stillness. It was incredible. Wow. It's um, it's it's been um, it's been it's been beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. And um, and uh, I've actually been doing my because I've got this knee issue, you know, that I'm seeing the physio for, and uh, I find that um, I'm actually uh, finding time. And remembering naturally to do the exercises and the stretches mm. that I'm supposed to do in order to facilitate my knee's recovery, you know, mm. as home between physiotherapist visits. And I've also found that um, my maths homework, you know, the, um, the maths subject I'm studying. Um, online uh, my homework I'm finding it easier to find time to do my homework cool yeah and um, there's less there's less going on in my mind that's just and and for me that is um, that's really really that's that's the ultimate for me because my mind is the thing that has always is uh, my mind has always been my number one issue you know making stuff up rehashing stuff that's happened so uh, feeling good Well, <laughs> the, um, I'm not sure if this is that thing, but um, I actually, I think I read it. I think I had a session this week with Jennifer, and I read this. It, is it okay if I read this paragraph that what you're 
talking about is it's been very powerful paragraph for me and um it's when when we were in Baja, Regina said it was her favorite paragraph. Who, and, uh, who, course, said, who said it was her favorite paragraph? Regina. Oh, Regina. Regina Dornaker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I heard her say that, but I never really looked it up, and I finally did, and it's, um, I think it's what you're talking about, too. That's okay. what feels like to me. And so... so you're about- you're about to read something from Course in Miracles? Yeah, it's from Lesson uh, 189. Uh, this book is not, the paragraphs are not numbered. I think it's paragraph 8, but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. And this, to me, this paragraph sums up the whole course. So it says this. Simply do this. Be still and lay aside all thoughts of what you are and what God is. All concepts you have learned about the world. All images you hold about yourself. Empty your mind of everything it thinks is either true or false, good or bad. Of every thought it judges worthy and all the ideas of which it is ashamed. Hold on to nothing. Not bring with you one thought that past has taught, nor one belief you have ever learned before from anything. Forget this world, forget this course, and come with holy empty hands unto your God. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. And that's the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in my side myself. I'm like thanking Spirit for giving me the opportunity to read it again. <laughs> I can't read it enough. I, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to read that loud. So I think it's a lot more meaningful. Yeah, that's great. It is. Yeah. Could you read the first two sentences again? Sure. It says, simply do this. They're actually very long sentences. I think the whole thing is only three or four. But simply, simply do this. Be still. And lay aside all thoughts of what you are and what God is. All concepts you have learned about the world. All images you hold about yourself. Empty your mind of everything it thinks is either true or false or good or bad. Of every thought it judges worthy and all the ideas of which it is ashamed. That's just the first two sentences. <laughs> Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I've never been a big reader of the course, but um, more and more, um, whenever I do dip into it, um, it makes sense. You know, <laughs> it makes it's it's clearer, more clear to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had that experience when I first started. It was like reading French. I don't know French. Yeah. Although there were some words I knew what come and the am, but putting together, I don't know what this sentence means. And, um, I still have, it depends, still there's some parts of it that, uh, when I go to course meetings, and sometimes people go, oh, I don't get sentence number three in this paragraph, does anybody know? And I'm like, sometimes I have no idea either. And I'd have to say that's 
quite often, and it just I get to practice. Every time that happens, I get to practice not worrying about that I do not know or that I do know. I, it's, I get to practice that every time. Like, I don't know, or I think I know, but, you know. Yeah. And also remember that um, I think Jennifer reminded us, you know, whenever we do read the course or anything, um, she suggests that, you know, we partner up and ask the Holy Spirit to guide our processing, our thinking um, around what it is we're reading so that we may glean from it whatever is in our highest good. I do that, you know, when I'm maths, let alone something really important like the course. <laughs> yeah, I think that 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 does help. That's a good reminder. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And that way, it's like of all of you know, if I set the intention and ask, I, I not only set the intention my own mind but I'm actually asking for you know the highest um, support for my learning then um, then there's no no stress on me after that I know I've you know I know that I'm going to receive whatever help I require for my highest good so I can just Allow. Mm. Allow. That word's been coming up a lot. Mm -hmm. Allow. Mm -hmm. It's a good one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Ah, blessed life. I'll change the subject here. I just had a thought that came to me. Um, I got an email from the same guy who asked me if I was interested in having Brenda come here. <laughs> and he said that um, this college was looking for a place for um, um, international uh, college students to stay. For, and I didn't know how long it was, but then I read the, I, he sent me the whole email and um, it was for just a month. It's not like a long time, but uh, anyway, like a month, I can do a month. So, so I um, called the lady and I said, yeah, I, I'm available. And, uh, but, and I said, but probably only one person, she asked me if I could do two, and I'm like, well, I don't have a futon in the second bedroom. And um, so uh, probably only one, and then it dawned on me that I could sleep on the futon, and they could, if, you know, it's probably better. She she did say when I called her back that, he would prefer that two people stay in a house because then they um, they can help each other and they she doesn't like them going out alone um, in the the bus and stuff and she likes to have two of them um, for probably for safety I'm not sure probably for help for you know helping each other support each other to be around in a place where they are not comfortable totally comfortable with the language and so I just I, I said no I can only take one at first and then I was just sitting and thinking about driving which isn't very doesn't take a lot of your really attention as long as you know where you're going right where you're at and so and so it just came to my mind that I could stay I could sleep in the futon and they could sleep in my bed but um, and so I called her and told her, and so now it also came into my mind that now if, if it, it's going to be very interesting because now I said I'm, I've I've come to this place where I'm willing willing to do it, 
that they have to, they, I don't get that choice. They choose where they go, you know? So now it could be, now that I've opened my heart and said, yes, I'm willing, it could be, I don't know, that she'll say, no, you're not going to, you're not needed. And so I get the opportunity to uh, see how I'm going to feel about that. Opening my heart and being willing and then not being chosen kind of, you know, like, and it's, it's, I don't know, it just came to me that um, what a wonderful opportunity to see how I feel about it with whatever happens. Yeah. And I think that this this trip with my mother, it's probably the same thing. It's like, I think Jennifer talked about how she was caught in the riptides once, and she was like, oh, so this is how it may end, you know? And kind of not really... Um, disturbed, I guess, I don't know, but not really tied into what happens. If one thing happens, it's okay, and if another thing happens, it's okay. And so not really attached, I guess, to the outcome and of whatever it was. And um, and I guess, I guess that's everything in the world. But um, I just... It just came to me that that's what this is. My trip to visit my mother. To not mm-hmm. be attached to the outcome. So anyhow, I just wanted to start share that. I'm just <laughs> uh, my mind. Mm. Allowing. That A word again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you have to get things when you hear the A word. <laughs> so oh it's the A word you know, I never, it's not the first word that comes to mind, but maybe it will be soon. <laughs> More here, <laughs> you know? The more I notice it, the more it seems to practice it. So how are you doing your classes anyhow? You say you have one, more than one class because you said you were like a math-like class and you had, say you had a um, another class, I can't remember. Um, I finished my statistics study and um, now I'm doing a first-year uni subject called Fundamentals of Mathematics. How do you like it? Do you like it better than the statistics? Pardon? Do you like it better? Is it more comfortable? Uh, I don't know if I like it better. Um, they're, they're, uh, I like them both. Statistics is... Um, it's using numbers to explore um, reality. Um, what I'm and the math is using more numbers <laughs> more often. Still with um, 
connected with uh, an eye for how it could be applied in reality. Hmm. You said that that statement really many parts using numbers using numbers to investigate reality. Is that what you said? Yeah, something like that. Well, that's a shorthand way of... It would probably be more meaningful if I said, for instance, st statistics can be used to determine whether the... whether the... age at which people um, pair up has significantly changed over the last 50 years. So it would just give average ages at which people, you know, partner up, um, you know, with human beings. <laughs> but it would uh, give an indication of whether it was statistically significant, i.e. Um, more than 95% likely to be a significant difference in the population just by looking at a small sample. So that's statistics, whereas maths, what I'm doing at the moment is um, um, oh, looking at lines, actually, you know. <laughs> that seems very different from, like, MLC, which is kind of like more, <laughs> that sounds like more looking into in the physical number, the actual, whereas MLC seems like more an investigation into the unseen, you know, the yeah. possibility. So, so I wonder if that, if it's, I don't know, is it possible to use numbers to do that as well? To investigate the unseen. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, like it's done in psychology all the time. Hmm. And of course, you know, there are spiritual um, branches of psychology and uh, yeah. So yeah, numbers and science are used to investigate consciousness every day around the world, you know, particular organizations. I guess, I guess the truth is anything can be used. Everything is used to help us on our journey, right? Totally. Totally, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and also not just to help ourselves, but to um, to communicate with others. You know, I mean, I, uh, for instance, for instance, meditate. Say, take meditation, uh, stroke prayer, right? Um, that we've been discussing in class, and also just you know where my recent uh, taking up of mindfulness meditation is concerned. Um, a lot, lots of people who have practiced mindfulness over the years, you know, or a similar form of mind emptying, heart opening sort of practice, might testify to its... Um, it's benefits for them. 
they might um, say, oh, you know, I'm just more relaxed or uh, I'm less reactive, uh, I'm more patient, uh, I can think more clearly. But um, doubters, you know, will, could say, oh, look, that's just because you were already, you know, a relaxed kind of patient kind of clear thinking sort of person, you know. The fact that you've been meditating for 20 years, you know, it doesn't matter. It has no, it has no bearing on what you're saying, you know. But, um, you know, science is so useful that, you know, we can actually support people to take up positive, life-affirming, spirit-supporting habits such as meditation by investigating it with numbers, with um, instruments such as magnetic resonance imaging scans of the brain and show that um, a 30-year insomniac worrywart doctor, as I mentioned in my post on the website, who does 10 minutes of mindfulness meditation a day for eight weeks, according to his MRI scans before and after the eight-week trial period, his the activity in the right side of his brain where imagination and negative thinking happens decreased dramatically dramatically and statistically significantly. But you can see it on a graph, you can see it visually, you know, the before and after. The before, you know, and this is what science and numbers can help us do is to bring to bring knowledge to others. Yeah, it's it's really just another way of communicating. Well, I am. Um, I really wouldn't be interested in getting anyone into that conversation, but it's it's uh, after six o'clock, so. Oh, okay. Um, so our community call is um, nigh done. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess okay. it's just us. <laughs> uh, um. So, um, is there anything before, uh, pray on, and is there anything else that, um, like a, a prayer request or something else that comes, popped in your mind that you feel like you okay. share? Well, um, just... It occurs to me just to recap on what we've touched on in the last hour. It's been a great conversation okay. so much. Um, so we've touched on um, allowing. We've touched on asking. We've touched on um, the power of being still what else am I missing something well one thing I got from what you're talking about when you're talking about the MRI and the guy that did the mindful meditation stuff that the power of thought or not thinking you know because mm -hmm. he wasn't thinking the normal um worry thoughts, right? He was clearing his mind and the, so it was the power of uh, of not thinking, which is kind of what the paragraph that I read from the course is kind of it doesn't really talk about the power of it, but it just talks about um, yeah, clear your mind and um, yeah, and so you just brought forth that that I said that read that, but then you what you talked about just brought forth even more. 
that's a, a real tangible proof that how powerful it actually is. Yes. Just being with God, being with ourselves, mm-hmm. being with the all that is. Mm-hmm. Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Would you like to pray us out, Carla? Sure. Um, wow, I feel um, so, so, I'm so grateful. Mm. I'm so grateful that even there are just, there were the two or more just gathered. And, and when that happens, when two or more gather together, um, it makes it, it magnifies the energy and it really brings about such wonderful, um, constant conversation. And so grateful for that, that possibility that I never used to consider was possible. And that shows me that just a clear indication of how true it is that things we don't believe are possible are possible and that is just proof of that can happen so much in our lives and we are allowing that to happen in our lives we are we are clearing the road of debris to allow that to happen in our lives and we're so grateful for that that possibility that is what's going to happen and and as that as we become more fully realization of that and more and that is healing to us and as we heal ourselves and grow in abundance and clarity and understanding and compassion and and willingness and love and and as we grew in all those things and probably so much more we share all that with everybody everybody because we are truly one spirit so grateful that that is that is the truth so grateful so grateful we're aware of that. So grateful that that's becoming clear in our mind. So grateful that that's becoming clear in our heart and more easily to touch. More easily, it just is who we are. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> Thank that you. Was our, that was our prayer partnership call and also a community call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two birds with one whatever stone. One <laughs> Okay. Um, Time with your family. Okay. Thank you so much. So, um, you brought my text, so yes. if any time you think just randomly it pops in your head, you sure. died it or whatever happens, you know, text me just anything or those words I suggested or whatever. And so um, I have sure. to remember that I'm not alone in this journey. Good. And how long are you going to be with them? Twelve days. Whoa. Okay, yep, alright. I'll be thinking of you and, um, yeah. Alright. Alright, sweet. All the best. Talk soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.